You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Meg and Beck. It's our mission to share how we pursue our passion for wellness while balancing our real-world corporate jobs. This is a place where green juice and wine are interchangeable and nothing is off-limits. Instead of finding yourself down an internet black hole, we'll be bringing the experts straight to you so that your burning questions can be answered. So sit back and relax in your office chair yoga mat and enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Happy Monday. We just talked to you on Friday. What? What? You listen to an episode this weekend. You get another episode this week. All out August. Amazing. So check out our Instagram for more info on that. But today is a great day, you know? It is. <laughs> but we need to talk about something that is a hashtag cube life problem, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, like, maybe other jobs, too, that aren't in a cube. But yeah. Um. so I need to know your opinion on this. So would you go to work with wet hair or, like, day three, haven't washed it, thrown a little dry shampoo? Like, which would you rather do? Hands down, dirty. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel... So I also think it's important to point out in here that there's varying degrees of wet hair. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So For sure. if we're talking sopping wet, no. Would Mm-mm. never do that. I I honestly think it's pretty unprofessional. Yeah. Because um, it makes your it makes your shirt wet. Yeah. You literally look like you just got out of the shower and didn't wake up early enough. And it doesn't take – and maybe I'm biased because I don't have super long or super thick hair. So maybe I need to like – take a seat but it takes me like 10 minutes to dry my hair right it's i mean it takes me a little bit longer because i have more hair but it's still like reasonable reasonable yeah and like you can always wash it the night before like Mm -hmm. there are ways around Mm -hmm. yeah and even if you do it halfway and you're like taking the tea and it's the summer in boston like it'll be dry by Mm -hmm. the time you get there totally like there's definitely hacks so i never understand there's this girl i used to work with obviously won't name names Mm -hmm. but would perpetually have wet like sopping wet every single morning strange it is and okay like maybe you wake up late one day and you're like oh man like i'm on day five hair i really cannot put any more dry (laughs) shampoo in this okay like you know totally been there you have to wash your hair like and it's like damp you know you get to work and it's like oh man my hair's not dry yeah but, like, every day? Yeah. I think it's, like, when it becomes a habit that other right. people notice. Like, everyone has their day. Totally. Totally. But when it's every single mm-hmm. one, it's, like, maybe just wake up 10 right. minutes earlier. Right. I don't know. I actually had, like, a similar conversation with one of my coworkers the other day about, like, perpetual lateness as well. And it's, like, okay, don't at, even at some point. get like- <laughs> me. Started. You just wake up early, like yeah. 15 minutes earlier, yeah. and yeah. you're on time. Yeah. That we'll save that for Friday. Yeah. We will save that. I have so mm-hmm. many thoughts on that, but so we'll TBD. Table that. <laughs> but or TBC. Yeah, I'm very, what about you? Well, you're um, on Yeah, I'm on the go with the, like, throw it up in a bun. Yeah. That always looks professional. Like, you know, yeah. there no need for soggy. Soaping, sopping. What soapy. am I saying? <laughs> Don't go to work soggy. with soap in your hair. Soggy, soapy. S- just wet. Just no. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Let us know what you think, everybody. Yeah. 
Uh, but today on the podcast, I am so excited about this. And I know I say that every week, but We're I'm very excited. We're generally excited people to begin with. <laughs> <This is true. laughs> Literally the littlest thing. So true. We're like kids in a candy store. Mm-hmm. However, this, I don't know, is kind of up there with almost 30 yeah. to me. Charity is next level. Charity Layton, my friends. Like, her name just says it all. Like, she is one of the most positive, optimistic, knowledgeable, well-spoken people Mm -hmm. in this entire world. Yeah, she's, like, who I want to be when I grow up. So, Charity is the chief nutritionist for Silverburn brand. Which we love. Which we love. It's I have their protein powder with probiotics almost every day. I just ordered it. Oh, it's supposed to get it. here today, and I'm it's so excited. It's so good. It's all plant-based. Um, we'll get into it in the episode, but it's amazing, so everyone should go try it. But um, Charity, we talk about the gut. We talk about the gut-brain connection. Mm-hmm. There's so, I, so I've struggled with a lot of gut issues. I know you have as well. Mm -hmm. And this episode for me, like, I feel like I know a lot just from doing my own research and Mm -hmm. having to educate myself to be knowledgeable when I talk to my doctors. But Charity dropped some, like, Mm -hmm. knowledge. knowledge. She, like, things about probiotics I didn't know, Mm -hmm. like, you know... The ones you're taking should be able to be stable at room temperature. Yeah, how to find the best ones, what ingredients to look for, the kind of like buzzwords to stay away from, which is so helpful Mm -hmm. because it's so hard to find any supplement that actually will work for you. Yeah, and all of the verification Mm -hmm. that they do at Silver Fern and all of the testing. Mm -hmm. So we're huge fans. Mm -hmm. You guys are going to love this. Yeah. I want to hear what you learned from this episode Mm because I have a long list. Yes. Please let us know. Go comment on our Instagram. Let us know or send us an email or comment on our website. Any way of communication is great. And if you happen to stumble upon the iTunes rate and review, feel (laughs) free to leave a five star. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, you guys are going to love it. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk to you Friday. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Guys, we're so excited. This episode is sponsored by Silverburn. So, big news for us. Big news. Sponsor. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Silverfern has graciously agreed to sponsor us and we're pumped. So, we've talked about Silverfern before. Um, we love it. I specifically love the probiotic protein powder. So, it's protein powder, plant-based, all really great ingredients, clean. Plus probiotics. So it's a double whammy. You're getting your protein. You're getting your probiotics. You're putting it in a smoothie. It's so good. Delicious. And didn't you say that even with water, it's good? Yes. So I take a shaker bottle with protein powder to the gym with me because I like to have it after my workout. Just, you know, get that muscle pump. Get Um, And it's, you know, so a lot of plant-based proteins are very chalky and Mm -hmm. not great Mm -hmm. with water. But I just mix it with water and it's so smooth. It's like regular protein and it's. I mean, it is regular protein, but you know what I mean. It's like animal protein. Um, But it's plant-based, and I love it. Mm -hmm. And I take their probiotics every single day. Gut health has always been an issue for me. Um, So I really have noticed a difference with Silver Fern. It's great because you don't have to refrigerate them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to work if you want to travel with them. It's so good. I feel like it's honestly even made my skin glow more, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, 
your gut really impacts everything, your whole body and especially your skin. So noticed a good difference and my stomach doesn't hurt as much. So it's amazing. Win win. And we really love the just the mission be- behind Silver Fern. They're really about educating people and getting people the good kind of probiotics and the good ingredients and things that aren't fillers not chemicals it's all natural all plant-based and we love that can't rave enough so Mm -hmm. go check them out um and let us know what you think bye guys bye Well, hello, everybody we are here with charity light and from silver fern she's amazing She's oh, you're so sweet. So, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Charity, just give our listeners a little bit of background on you and how you've gotten to be in this place of gut health and advocacy for the gut. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Obviously, gut health is like my crazy passion. I mean, I did my thesis on gut health, but that's not where my journey started. And um, I'm always impressed and surprised by how many women I interact with that have some sort of a health journey. So I, I, maybe I'll ask you guys, do you feel like you have had something that kind of instigated your health journey? Totally. A hundred percent. it's like mostly centered around the gut. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that it, like shockingly, that wasn't, that wasn't what got me started was gut issues, but it was um, my desire to be skinny. Like mm-hmm. above anything mm-hmm. else, I just wanted to be skinny. Yep. And that went on for like over a decade where, I mean, you name it, I tried it mm-hmm. all in the hopes of just being skinny. And that's just not really my body type. I'm a little bit more on the, shall we say, curvy side. <laughs> um, and so I really had to get to a place where, um, I, I, and I, I remember having this, like, I don't know if you guys talk to yourselves, but like I was having this conversation with mm-hmm. myself and it was like, how long are you going to chase this dream of being skinny? Totally. And mm-hmm. it was honestly after I was married and I had four kids and wow. my husband oh, said wow. to me, he's like, babe, like I got to ask you a question. And I was like, okay. He's like, how will being 10 pounds lighter make our life any better than it is right now? Wow. What a like great Speaking question to ask. Yeah. Truth. I know. <laughs> I know. And so that's really where my journey began, where I was like, you know what? I want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I want to be healthy. I want to look at this body that gave birth to children and nursed babies and strong arms that hold them and, you know, legs that carry me through life's burdens or whatever. And so that was really what, what started my journey. Where I was like, you know what? I really, really want to be healthy. And I, I would say that at almost that exact same time, I felt this premonition or inspiration or like I'm a pretty spiritual person. So I was like, I just had this really strong feeling mm-hmm. that I needed to evaluate how I was feeding my family. Um, mm-hmm. And so that, so my, my bachelor's degree, ironically enough, or I don't know what you would say, but like my bachelor's degree is in accounting. Same so, girl. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, you've got that kind of same yes. background. Yeah. So, um, you know, I had my real estate license and I, I was doing corporate taxes and whatever, but that, so, so this journey of health, um, and I was raised by a very healthy, like my mom's German. We were always kind of raised healthy, but I put on freshman 15 when I discovered all of these processed foods and mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, so then I graduated, had baby, 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 baby. Um, and that's really where my journey began. It was almost 11 years ago where I felt like I needed to really study nutrition. So I spent the next three years um, like reading 
everything and anything. Like my nightstand was overflowing with books all about disease and nutrition. Like my passion yeah. really was and still is disease prevention. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's my passion. Um, and then I decided to do a little bit more. I became certified as a nutritionist. I started teaching what are called the cancer project classes through, um, PCRM with Dr. Barnard and I would teach corporate lunch and learns and I would just teach classes all over about how you can use nutrition to fight disease. Mm-hmm. And people would come to me and they would ask me, they're like, okay, charity. So like, like, why are you doing this? Or what, what got you started? And my only explanation you guys was like, I would say to them, I can't describe it to you. It's in my soul. Like, That's I don't so cool. know what it is, but it's in me. And I, and I can't stop. Um, and then Unfortunately, on August 17th, um, almost three years ago to the day, Mm -hmm. the love of my life was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, It had already spread to his lungs and his liver. And it was just one of those things where like it rocks your world. Like you, Mm -hmm. you, you kind of can't function for a little while. Um, But I felt that I had been somewhat divinely prepared like yeah. that I was like oh this is why it was in my soul mm-hmm. oh this is this this was is part of my journey here um and so we've been battling for for three years and it's a battle every day and he's amazing if you saw him you'd never know wow. he's like the most optimistic guy and like even this morning it's a chemo week and you know, you can tell he's not feeling good. And he just is like, you know, babe, come here, give me a kiss. Like he's just, Aww. he's just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we've, we've, like I said, we've got four kids and, and, and an amazing life and, and incredible love. Um, and so a few years ago is when I really started kind of really realizing how many people had gut issues and how much the gut was connected to overall, health, like brain health and, and, um, obviously gut health and colon health. And I mean, all these things. And so, um, as I was working on my master's degree in nutrition, like I said, I decided to really delve into, um, gut health and probiotics and all this. And, and then silver fern is kind of a part of my story and and silver fern brand is something that I'm so proud of and so passionate about. Um, and I can talk and talk and talk to people about just the important of, the importance of just overall health. Now, I understand like overall health is not just nutrition, right? And I've learned mm-hmm. that. Like it's not just nutrition. There's there's sleep and there's stress and there's connections, like human connection, social connection, connections to a higher power. I mean, all those things kind of go into play of an overall health and wellness. But I do feel like gut health is a really good place for people to kind of start. And for so long, we heard about um, diet and exercise, diet and exercise, which which really are so important. But I feel like there's a third element, this, this trifecta is what I like to call it. And that is diet, exercise, and gut health. Mm-hmm. Um, so see you guys, like I could, like I'm vomiting information because I get <laughs> We so love excited. it. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> We're trying to soak it in. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's kind of, I mean, to, that was a very long answer to your question about what got me started. That's amazing. And uh, just thank you so much for being so open. I'm sure that the struggle you, you know, you and your husband have been through is really challenging at times. Um, so yeah, just thank you been, for sharing that. It's been that. rough. Thank yeah. you. 
thank you. But you know what? Cancer's cancer's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a teacher. Like it, it has taught me things that while have been really painful, um, I'm so grateful for, right? Like I have a perspective on life that has changed. I have a perspective on marriage, um, which, I mean, we don't even need to get into that, but all I will say to all of your listeners out there is like, whoever you are in a relationship with, um, I promise you, you can find things that you don't like, Mm -hmm. but the key to strengthening that relationship is always focusing on the good focus on what you like, just focus on the things that you love Mm -hmm. and that's what will grow. What a, an amazing I know, perspective. I'm like tearing like, up over here. <laughs> <laughs> Out of this world. Because I mean, with especially with cancer and just any struggles that you go through in a marriage or in a family, it's like it's so hard to be that optimistic person every single yeah. day and mm-hmm. focus on the positive. I mean, my mom was had cancer. She had lymphoma and still struggles Aww. with health issues and, and things like that. So I like I get part of that struggle and like, okay, what can I do to help? this person you know Mm -hmm. like you're there to support them to love them and sometimes that's really all you can do so it's it's definitely tough so to be yeah that's the best advice you can give people really it's just love them because you know we've done all the alternative stuff we Mm -hmm. we went to Tijuana we've done everything and then now we're doing all the conventional stuff and I know that there's people that might have um, opinions maybe about how we're trying to battle this um but my best advice to anybody is just be there with love Mm -hmm. like that that's it and when we were first diagnosed I had um a guy come up to me he's he's belongs to my church and um I had other people ask us like what can we do what can we do what Mm -hmm. can we do and to be honest I didn't know Mm -hmm. like I was in shock I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I literally don't, I don't even know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he came up to me and he put his arm around me and he said, you will not go through this alone. Like I get emotional oh, even just, so, and I was yeah. like, in that, that's all I needed in that moment. I was yeah. like, that's what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. So just yeah. be there. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell that, you know, your whole family has such a strong bond I think Mm -hmm. I watched I think you had posted on your Instagram I I don't know the whole story but I think one of your sons was coming home and I literally I forget what I was doing like on the couch but I just started tearing up my husband's like what are you watching and it's like just this beautiful video but it was amazing you can just tell how strong of a connection your family has (laughs) thank you so cool so yeah totally off topic right like that's fine <laughs> it's important yeah, though that's very my important life. it's yeah. so important um yeah. so one thing I want wanted to ask you about in particular so I personally have struggled with gut health I know Beck has mm-hmm. as well um but I had kind of a journey with SIBO so luckily I got retested and that's gone but one thing I know that's really important for me is incorporating a probiotic every single day to try and rebuild all that good bacteria that I know was so out of whack for so long. Yeah. So one thing that I get really overwhelmed with and I still don't know a ton about is just picking the right probiotic and what to even look for. And you look on the back and it's like 25 billion, some Mm -hmm. weird long word. And you're like, well, it sounds like a lot. (laughs) Sure. So do you have any tips on how our listeners can make sure they're selecting a probiotic that's actually going to do something for their gut health? Absolutely. That's like, that's like key, key, key. Mm -hmm. Um, But what if before I answer that question, I address what you 
kind of have like the SIBO or the other things. Um, what if I first just quickly describe why would people even get to the point where they would need a probiotic? Yeah. yeah like, yeah. like, can we, can we go over that? Yeah, let's go back okay? to it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Because I think sometimes people are like, wait, what? Like there's all this information, like, um, all these probiotics are popping up left and right, but there really is a, a reason for that. And, and one of the reasons is because we're now learning more than we knew before. So we've learned so much. I mean, for example, um, about 90% of what has been published, right, in, in, in scientific literature um, on, on the microbiome or the gut or microflora or whatever has been published in the last seven years. Wow. So, like, this is recent kind of emerging stuff. We know things that we didn't know 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we know is that we have this tremendous amount of bacterial cells, both on our body, inside our body, and they are doing... Um, the work that we used to think genes were doing. Like we don't have as many human genes as we thought when we got, when we, we, we mapped out the human genome. But what we learned is we've got all this bacteria and it plays key roles in, in healthy functions of the body. Um, and what we've also learned is that there's things in our everyday life that are unfortunately killing those bacteria, or I like to think them as like little soldiers that are mm-hmm. fighting for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're killing them off. And so here's a few things that maybe your listeners would want to know about that, that are kind of killing their healthy bacteria. Um, and as much as it pains me to say this sugar, like, mm. <laughs> like yeah. sugar and artificial sweeteners, sucralose, aspartame, um, all of those things, they're, they're, they're terrible on your microbiome. And, and when you think that this, this healthy colonies of bacteria are trying to help you and then you indulge in this treat, which really tastes amazing, but it only serves you for like a minute before yeah, like so it true. starts to destroy you, right? Well, then it's like, so, oh, now I want something salty. And then yeah. I go, oh, now yes. I want something sweet. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah, like those pleasure centers of your brain, mm-hmm. the fat, the sugar, and the salt, like they'll just keep like hitting each other. Yeah. Give, give, give me a little bit more. Give Lighting me a little bit up. more. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So that's one thing that people um, should definitely be aware of. And I, I mean, I know we've, it's, we've been hearing the same old thing about avoiding sugar, but sometimes it just clicks with people where like, okay, maybe that's, maybe that was why my gut has been a little bit off because it really can wreak havoc. Um, mm-hmm. And then the next thing we've all, we all know about antibiotics, right? Like yes. we know antibiotics are bad for our gut, mm-hmm. but what people often forget is that it's not always the antibiotics we're taking from our doctor. It's the antibiotics in our food supply. Oh, um, wow. There's a tremendous amount. And um, while I was at an event this week, like we talked about with Almost 30, and Kelly Levesque was there. She's just this phenomenal nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And awesome. she said something She said something amazing. She said, you guys, if they, they can take one um, small chunk of just conventional chicken and put it in a Petri dish with E. coli, and the chicken will kill the E. coli because of the amount oh. of bacteria or of, of oh sorry, antibiotics. Oh. Like, isn't oh, that nuts? Terrible. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. So, so my recommendation to people is while, while we might be like, yeah, I'm not taking antibiotics, take some of your food, food budget and really try to allocate some of that to buying mm-hmm. clean, clean meats. Like if you're eating meat, do the best you can to buy the cl- the cleanest because we don't often equate um, that with the health of our gut, but mm-hmm. we really ought to. What are things so. to look for with meat? So I like I always look for organic, but I know that there's so many different things like 
grass fed, all of that. So do you have any like key um, things you look for? I mean, not really. I just look for the grass. I I truthfully don't consume a lot of, a lot Mm -hmm. of meat. Yeah. Um, we do a tiny bit. And when I do like, I just go to Costco, I buy the organic, if I'm going to have an organic chicken there or like, um, luckily, luckily my brother-in-laws are like hunters and fishers. Oh. So, Oh my that's, gosh. That's, it's like the most natural, <laughs> most <you> organic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if I'm going to eat it, luckily I have salmon that was, you know, caught from Alaska in my freezer. And I know that that's a, wow. a luxury that not everybody can have, but that's, that's why, um, you know, I'm a big proponent of plant food because it's mm-hmm. dang cheap to make some some beans so and rice or whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Sure. but yeah. So spend a little bit of money on there, and then a few other things that people should just be aware of: chlorine in the water um, is going to kind of mm-hmm. not. It's mm-hmm. not going to help your gut, you know, flora at all. And, and pollution in big cities. Um, like I said, I was just in LA. You guys are in Boston. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot we can do. It's not like people are just going to move. But right. my point in saying these things is that that people can understand so that when they know better, they can do a little bit better. So they're like, wow, okay, there is chlorine in my water or yeah, there is a lot of pollution or yeah, I I am buying just conventional meats. Then, then these are all reasons that people would need a probiotic, um, Mm -hmm. prolonged birth control, excessive alcohol use. Um, there's something called glyphosate. I mean, have your readers or your listeners, um, Google glyphosate. It's, it's in roundup and Unfortunately, it is um, a direct killer of bacteria in our body. So this is kind of all of the reasons why um, I'm not a huge, like it's so funny because for Silver Fern brand, um, I, I, we've developed these supplements and I'm, I'm typically not like this supplement girl who's uh-huh, like, yeah. oh yeah, take this, take this, take this, take this. But there are a few things that I'm like, okay, well, because of where we live and, and the things that we're exposed to and farming practices or whatnot, there are a handful of things that I do tell people. I'm like, yeah, like take a probiotic every day simply Mm -hmm. to help replenish that bacteria that's being killed every day. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. So yeah, now we can talk about the probiotic. And I think that this is something that's so overwhelming for people. And unfortunately when people get overwhelmed, they give up, right? They're like, you know what, this is so crazy. And I'm telling like, as a, as a nutritional professional, I listen to all these different podcasts with the most compelling, um, advice that is completely contradictory, mm-hmm. right? And you're uh, like, how in the world is like a regular everyday person supposed to navigate through all this? And I feel totally. like, probi- yeah, like probiotics are another one of those things. So um, I definitely think there's a need for people to take them, but if they're not taking the right probiotic, they're really not doing anything. They're just wasting their money. Oh, so wow. here's a few things for people to look for um, in a probiotic. The first one I would say is make sure that it's been DNA verified. And all that means is that um, the company, you know, we pride ourselves that we take these extra steps that we don't need to do, but Mm -hmm. that the company has um, paid a third party to actually test the capsules so that what is in the capsules is actually what is on the label. Um, and it's sad to say, but there's, oh, there's so wow. many supplements that, yeah, like that's what's in them is actually not the what's fact that you have the, to like do that test. <laughs> yeah. Is so sad. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's so sad. So that's something that we've done. We want, we just want people to know, like mm-hmm. we care about your gut. Um, the second thing that is absolutely key is to make sure that the, um, company has been, it has tested the probiotics for survivability. Mm-hmm. And this is something that people, I think they don't really understand. So what people, first of all, the gut, when we talk about the gut, the gut is where, um, 
you know, where the food goes in <laughs> all the way down to mm-hmm. where the food comes out. Like that's a very long transport system. Yep. Um, and what people need to understand is bacteria, the, the, the heaviest load of healthy bacteria in your body is in your large intestine. That's where it's mm. going to go to work for you. That's where the kind of the magic happens. Um, so in order to get there, it's got to pass through your stomach and your stomach, thank goodness, has been loaded with acids that are designed to kill pathogens and bad bacteria and all all these things um, to protect you, mm-hmm. but a probiotic has to survive your stomach acids. No then it's got to make it through your bile salts. Oh. It's got to make it through your pancreatic enzymes. It's got to go all the way through your small intestine and still make it alive to your large intestine. Mm-hmm. Well, 97% of the probiotics on the market don't do that. And FYI, when people talk about fermented foods, yeah. I love fermented foods. Mm-hmm. They are so good for you. But there's no living bacteria that makes it to your large intestine in fermented oh. foods. Whoa, like, the, like the, mind-blowing. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. As I'm forcing sauerkraut <sighs> down. I know. No, still eat it. Still eat it. it <laughs> it's got lots of other things, benefits it's going to do for digestion and other things. But it's not, it's not going to alter your microbiome the way a probiotic will. Ideally, people are going to be eating fermented foods and taking a good probiotic mm-hmm. every day. Okay. Now, in the olden days, like let's go back 300 years. Their probiotics came from playing in the garden. Like oh, they would yeah. take a yeah. carrot, right? That carrot, they would wipe off the dirt and then eat it. Like mm-hmm. that was a pro. They would take an apple right off the tree and just eat it. But we have sanitation laws and we have, we've created so many barriers between us and nature. Like I don't get out in nature nearly as much as I wish that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, those are things that just, just to look for. The other thing to keep in mind, like I used to spend a lot of money on refrigerated probiotics because I always assumed that living was better. Yeah, that's better. what I had a question better. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because I felt, well, living is better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if that probiotic can't survive room temperature, uh-huh. what is going to happen when it hits the stomach acids? Uh-huh. That makes sense. It like makes the, so, it, much it, sense. so much sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to survive. Now, full transparency, there are some studies that show there is still a little bit of benefit from even dead bacteria, um, but they're dead. Like they're they're mm-hmm. not <laughs> they're not going to create the change that a lot of people need. So mm-hmm. people that have gut issues, many of them have something. It's just called dysbiosis. It means they've got way too many bad bacteria in their body and not enough good bacteria. Um, one sign too is it's obviously, obviously like digestion issues or if like food hurts you, but Mm. another one is sugar cravings. People that have major, major sugar cravings, um, is an indication of dysbiosis that they really need to kind of get their, um, gut back on track. Wow. Sorry. Lots of information. No, it's (laughs) so helpful. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's very helpful. And so I was talking to a friend of mine too, and she was talking about how um, she used to hear from her doctor that after you take antibiotics, you go on a probiotic, but then you can stop after a certain number of weeks. And obviously that's not true, right? Yeah. I, I take one every day. Okay. Um, There's different, there's different people out there, you know, even doctors will say, oh, there's benefit in, you know, maybe switching up your probiotic Mm -hmm. here and there just Mm -hmm. to be safe that there's not overgrowth. And, um, I won't bore you with the details of all the different strains, but strains are important. And so the silver fern brand strains, these are what are, I call ancestral strains means they're, they're found in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, they like, they've been found on tree bark in, you know, 
uh, dirt, rock, all these things. So they come from nature. They're naturally designed and they're what are called spore forming. I think that's really, really important that people look for a spore forming. The the new word is spore biotics rather than probiotics because yeah, these spores will go into your body and I like to think of it like um, a garden. They'll kind of go in there. They're um, potent enough. In fact, ours are pharmaceutical grade. They're potent enough to look at your gut and be like, okay, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This should not be here. This should not be here. It's like pulling weeds. Wow. And then like it's like laying down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like laying down um, new seed. Uh, so for example, candida is a question that I often get. Mm. I was going to ask Can- you about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. So candida is naturally in the body. You're never going to get rid of candida because it's part of your body. It's the overgrowth of candida that is worrisome. So candida is really, really opportunistic. Mm-hmm. And you've got something called this mucosal lining of your gut. Um, and if there's not healthy bacteria growing there, um, then candida is going to come in and, and overtake that area. Mm-hmm. So it's really important if girls do like these, or, or men, who knows, maybe you've got a lot of men listeners, but um, if, they, if they do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If they go through all of the effort to do a candida cleanse, which is great, um, if they don't rebuild or re, replant um, that mucosal lining with really good, healthy bacteria, that candida is just going to grow right back. And that's another reason why um, I'm such an advocate of silver fern probiotics, because mm-hmm. they, they really will help. Um, so yeah, anytime there's antibiotic use, get on a probiotic. I take one every day. The other thing that's really cool about these strains. So it's the strains themselves. They're not filler strains, which I, there's, there's really cheap ways to produce, um, inexpensive, they're what I call filler strains. Um, they really won't do anything for you. So we don't have any filler strains. The strains we have are called semi-transient, which means they come in your body, they do all the things that they need to do, and they leave. Mm-hmm. So you never have to worry about an overgrowth of certain strains that you would have to worry about oh, with wow. other probiotics. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. one thing I was thinking about was, so if you have struggled with gut issues, I think maybe your first reaction might be, okay, more is more, like let's get as many probiotics. Oh, good question. And so what's your thought on that? I'm assuming more might not necessarily be more, but curious yeah. to hear. Yeah, such a good question. I'm so, so glad you brought that up because we do have a tendency to think that if something is good, then more must be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like our, our probiotics have eight billion strains and that's a scientific number there's and a scientific combination also it's not like like oh let's throw this together and throw this together and see what happens or hey we found that one billion of this specific strain has this type of benefit to the host you know we might as well sell this with 50 billion strains Mm -hmm. in it right we just we just don't know there's not there's no science to prove that um even something with kombucha like people are like oh my gosh i drink kombucha every single day my recommendation is okay we'll just keep that to like four to eight ounces if you're drinking mm-hmm. it every single day because mm-hmm. we we just still don't know um what that sort of thing would do on on the gut long term gotcha. and the other thing to remember is that people think oh yeah my well mine has 50 billion strains and yours only has eight <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah what i would say to them is right but what's way way more important is how many of those 50 billion strains are surviving mm-hmm. otherwise you're not doing yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly Wow. So interesting. So what is a prebiotic compared to a probiotic? Okay. Good question. So a prebiotic is just food or fuel that will help the 
bacteria thrive. So we've added prebiotics to our probiotics. Okay. But let me let me offer you a little hint <laughs> because yes. pre- prebiotics <laughs> are, are all the rage and people that are like, oh, I, I don't want to go out and spend the money. Um, there are there are some great new innovation with what is called precision prebiotics, which which hopefully Silverfern will come out with eventually. But in the meantime, all people need to do is eat fiber. Like fiber, 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 Mm -hmm. fiber. We used to think that fiber was just this undigest food starch that kind of went through the body. Mm -hmm. And it is that it is an undigested food starch, but that goes through the body. But here's what we now know. It's also fuel or food for your bacteria. Um, so just eat lots of fiber, your large intestine. That's where I told you your bacteria needs to go, right? Mm -hmm. There's two things that you need to be present in your large intestine for, for optimal health. One is adequate amount of fiber. And number two is the right bacteria. Now here's what's going to happen. If you don't have enough fiber, that bacteria can actually start trying to feed off of the mucosal lining and create gaps or, you know, leaky gut can become an issue or whatever. So fiber in this American diet, like as nutritionists, people ask me what sort of diet I recommend all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and while I am personally quite passionate about some of them, my best answer to anybody is whatever you're doing, please make sure you're getting enough fiber. And how much is enough? Good question. So 25 grams for females, 35 grams for males. And that's minimum, like minimum. You look at societies and populations throughout the world that have significantly less disease than we do here. And they are eating anywhere from 100 to 150 grams of fiber a day. Wow. Like huge. I know. (laughs) Well, it's their their diet. They're eating lots of different root foods that are Uh very, very fibrous. Gotcha. um, Like cassava. And anyway, yeah, different things. So, um, so if people look at their diet and they're like, okay, especially those that are on a heavy um, protein diet, mm-hmm. just make sure they're getting enough fiber because fiber is only found in plant food. Right. So if someone's maybe on a, a paleo diet or a ketogenic diet or whatever, I would just say, please make sure you're getting enough fiber. It's probably one of the best things that people can do to prevent disease. I mean, especially colon cancer, which is near and dear to my heart. But yeah, mm-hmm. get enough fiber. And people that know that they're just not getting enough fiber, then they can supplement. Um, Silverfoam, we've got this phenomenal fiber called Tino. It's tasteless. It dissolves in water. It's got soluble and insoluble fiber. And it's a great way to just be like, okay, I know I'm not getting enough from food, yeah. which I always say get enough from food. If you can, like do it from food. If you uh-huh. know that you can't, then great. Then, then then supplement with Tino. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. That is super good to know. I didn't realize that fiber and yeah. probiotics had such a strong relationship. Yeah. I thought they were totally separate. Right. Yes. So I know we're learning so many amazing things yeah. that, yeah, such, such, such cool stuff. And kind of speaking of learning, um, new things. So I know in the, at least I've heard in the past couple of years, a lot about the gut brain connection and just yes. kind of what's going on in your gut can really affect you mentally, which is insane Crazy. to me. Right? Can you talk like, is that true, number one? And then can absolutely. you just talk about that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. The gut-brain connection, um, is it's so fascinating. So we used to think that the brain sent a majority of um, brain signals to the gut um, through the vagus nerve. But what we now know is most of that communication, we think up to 90% of the communication actually goes from your gut to your brain. So what, what does that mean? Okay. Well, charity, like, yeah, what does that mean? Here's what that means. If your gut is off, then your brain is getting signals 
that it's off, right? So these mood disorders, these anxiety disorders, depression, so many of these are learning that these same patients that are complaining of these things are also um, complaining of gut issues. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another example. We now know there's neurotransmitters um, not only created in the brain, but they're created in the gut. So like um, 90% of serotonin, which is that happy hormone, is actually produced in the gut, not what? in the brain. Whoa. Like, isn't that crazy? That's insane. That's crazy. Yes. Because yes. I've always it's... been taught that it's all in your, like, it's all in it's your, all head. your head. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now I'd say it's all in your gut. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're really learning so many incredible things. And like, you know, I, I like to say to people, like, tell me what all these things have in common, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, asthma, um, gut digestion, like all of these types of things are, um, linked to the gut, like the health of the gut, even, mm-hmm. even autism now, like there's so many things are like, Whoa. So, so when I list off those things that are killing people's good bacteria, like it's, it's pretty serious. Like some people are, are much more, um, exposed to that sort of thing and, and it will affect them tremendously. So yeah, the gut brain connection is huge. It's huge. Wow. That's, so crazy. Like my mind is just blown right now. (laughs) Um, So I'm interested in what your day of eating looks like. Yes. I mean, you're the expert. So you know how to, I think like food combining is a huge thing. And then, you know, fiber and all your supplements. So what does your day look like for eating? Okay. So in a typical day, um, I'm going to try to make sure I get my vegetables in. So it used to be like my old, old, like when my little kids were born, I'd be like, okay, I'd go to my freezer and I'd be like, okay, well, what meat am I going mm-hmm. to defrost today? Yep. Um, and now my brain is different. My brain now goes to my fridge and goes, okay, which vegetables are we going to get in today? Like, mm-hmm. so for example, today I have a giant bag of Brussels sprouts that I thought I hated until I learned how to cook them. <laughs> <laughs> so true. They're so good. So yeah, so those will be roasted today. And And then I just did some sweet potatoes yesterday. Um, And so I know in my mind, I'm like, okay, I know which vegetables we're going to get at some point today. Um, I also typically will have a salad at some point in my day, usually, usually lunch, sometimes dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, Another favorite lunch of mine is like, if I'm running to the office, I will throw in um, about half a cup of beans right on top of maybe half of a sweet potato. I'll throw mm. on some quinoa on top of that. And then I make a sauce called chimichurri. It's Ooh. just out of like, oh, pars- yo, it's that so good. That sounds so good. Yeah. I'll throw that on top and then maybe throw some spinach. I mean, that would just be a very easy, typical, mm-hmm. um, lunch for me, uh, for breakfast, my typical, let's see. Um, I love our protein powder. So we did a gut health protein powder. It's so good, right? (laughs) Like, and I mean, I went through maybe 18 different, different, um, formulas before we settled on the one that we have Mm -hmm. and it has our probiotic and our digestive enzyme in it. So when I come home from the gym, I usually hit the gym Mm -hmm. at like five 30 in the morning. I usually get home, you know, about six 37. So, um, I'll often just quickly drink that with water and mm-hmm. then have my breakfast a couple hours later and breakfast will be different. Um, sometimes I do eggs. Um, I'm really, really obsessed with sourdough lately. Ooh, if anyone's yes. been on my Instagram, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> so I'll maybe do a, some, some, an egg omelet on a piece of sourdough bread. Um, or I love muesli. Muesli is another mm-hmm. one of my favorites, maybe some homemade granola, 
with a bunch of berries. Um, I'm heading to the farmer's market when I got off the phone call with you guys today. So, uh, you know, whatever, whatever they have mm-hmm. today, I'll, I'll pick up. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I feel like we just need to establish a few healthy habits. Mm-hmm. And then there's an element of me that kind of wishes we could just forget about food. Like, right. I feel like we yeah. obsess about it. I'm, I'm speaking about me. Like, oh, yeah. I, I vacillate sometimes with becoming obsessive about it, you know, or just being like, yeah, just, just establish a few healthy mm-hmm. habits. So your brain has those, you know, habits already created that you don't have to think about it as right. much. But, um, and that doesn't take very much time, just a few weeks of just, just finding a few things that people, they, they, they like to eat and making that a habit. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, everything you mentioned that you eat in the day is so easy. It's not like it's yeah. these crazy recipes that you have to have right. 15 ingredients and random spices. Mm-hmm. It's like so easy. It's beans and quinoa and Roasting some veggies. And, you yeah. know, yes. using the seasonings that you already have in your kitchen. And yeah, I think that's yeah. such a good yeah. thing to remember is like it doesn't have to you be. You can keep it simple. Yeah, it doesn't have to be yeah, crazy. Yeah, it doesn't be. And, and, and as far as like specific specific foods with fiber just to give your mm-hmm. listeners a, yeah. like like one cup of raspberries has eight grams of fiber um oh, one okay. one potato like uh, potato has seven grams of fiber so does an avocado like I mm. love to just throw some potatoes in my instapot um I picked up some baby red potatoes last week at the farmer's market mm. that were unbelievably good and I just mash some avocado on top with salt and pepper it's oh wow amazingly that so good. good that does sound yeah. good I've never thought to pair avocados with potatoes and then you're like hello halfway <laughs> to your <laughs> to your fiber count yeah, yeah. yes wow yeah, Math. yeah. <laughs> so cool and I also wanted to touch on you talked about your um probiotic protein mixing it with water and I just wanted to say that I've tried other plant-based proteins and to, you know, mixing them with water and they're disgusting. Yes. But silver yes. fern one is like so smooth, so good. It's, yeah. So I still well, need to try. A, My head is yeah, bad to you. <laughs> to, like, that, and I'm so like, I can't tell you how happy it makes me to hear you say that because mm-hmm. when we're testing it and we're testing over and over and over and, and you know, I'll taste it and then I'll tell the formulator, okay. Um, I just need you to maybe put a little bit of this or maybe take about a little bit of this or whatever. But the, the testing that we do with um, our team in the office is we insist that we do it with water. Cause mm-hmm. I know when I get home, I can put it with almond milk and a banana right. and I know it will improve the taste, mm-hmm. but our litmus test is, will it taste good in water? Mm-hmm. Um, and we just finalized our vanilla flavoring. Yes. So, so I'm such a vanilla girl. So I'm so excited to, yeah. <laughs> to try. I love the chocolate, yeah. but yeah, you're right like when I go to the gym I take my shaker bottle with me with a scoop of protein and I just have water I don't carry around almond milk with me right. so I'm exactly. just gonna throw in water oh and you then don't that's it. weird and I, I just have a little refrigerator with me. <laughs> right exactly and now when I throw the scoop of protein in there um I also do a scoop of tino in there so I'm like oh, great I'm, I'm getting my protein yeah. and I'm getting my fiber all in one scoop so it's oh, great such a good idea and I'm yeah. assuming you can put the tino in like any drink so tea yes. coffee anything like that. anything yeah it's super easy so cool so i love cool. being able yeah. to add stuff to drinks i know Makes me yes. so happy. i know and you're <laughs> yes. getting you're getting so much in um one other thing i wanted to touch on is stress so i know that when i'm stressed my stomach gets out of whack and i think that's something that just from talking to a lot of my friends that's something that a lot of people struggle with um yes. so 
is do you have any good tips because realistically we live in this world right where it's go 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 we're always doing something on our phones at work after work there's so many commitments so do you have any strategies that you use to really you know understanding that there will be some stress in some parts of your life but kind of overall have a more well-rounded stress experience yeah so you're absolutely right stress um can affect the, the, the gut tremendously, right? It can wreak havoc. And when we're stressed, um, it flares up our immune system and 80% of our immune system is actually in our gut. So like when there's flare ups there, like it really, really wow. does affect your gut. It's not people like, is this, am I crazy? You're like, no, it it's really real. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and keep, keep in mind, like, like we have this kind of fight or flight that's ingrained in us physiologically. So like if you're in trouble and you need to react really, really quickly, your body is designed to kind of take all that blood flow away from your gut and send it to your extremities. If your legs need to run away from a bear or whatever, like Mm -hmm. you're designed um, to kind of protect yourself. But stress can kind of signals that same thing where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, take everything away from, from the gut and, and send it elsewhere. And so, yeah, you're from inflammation to all these other things. You're absolutely right. So we do live in a stressful world and not all stress is bad. I'm sure you guys starting your podcast is stressful, but stressful mm-hmm. can be a really good motivator, right? We don't want to yeah. get yeah. rid of all stress. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not bad. Um, but I have what, what I refer to as my AM PM schedule. And what that means is I make sure to take time in the morning and time in the evening um, and not a lot of time um, to just kind of decompress. So let Mm. me give you an example. I told you, first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I brush my teeth and I head to the gym. Like, I don't even know how I get to the gym half the time. I'm like, I think I was on autopilot. (laughs) How did I get here? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And then I come home if I'm going to quickly make a shake or whatever. But then I have this little teensy tiny sitting room and that's where I come every morning and I spend just a little bit of time here. This is where um, I, I, I like to read scripture or I pray. I have a meditation bench that I love. Mm. Um, I'm a list girl. So I, I write out yes. my list for the day. And language. I, <laughs> yeah, like I just take a little bit of time. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's 90 minutes. Like just, just time away from the world away from, and I love doing this in the morning. It's mm-hmm. kind of sets my intentions for the day. So that's my AM. Um, and then my PM schedule is really important to me too. Like I feel like, you know, people that are on their phones or have too much blue light, like, like the computer screens or even television bef- right before bed is really not very good. So I try to take at least 20 minutes um, to turn all of that off before I know I'm going to go to bed. Um, and so I'm kind of a creature of habit. Like I like to go to bed early and I come in to my bathroom. I floss my teeth every night cause I have terrible teeth. Um, <laughs> and then I will just kind of, um, my bed is like my bed. I'll admit, I think I giggle when I get in bed every night. Like I love <laughs> I my love bed. That. I love that. Amazing. And I am so with you. Like oh sleeping God. is my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> yes. And I just kind of lay there on my back, with my arms and my hands stretched out. And I just kind of breathe for a minute. Um, and then I read every night I read before bed. Not, not, mm-hmm. not, not a lot. Cause I fall asleep fairly quickly, but I read every night and I'm careful about what I put in my brain because your brain actually will have a tendency to think about whatever you, like if I watch some crazy, I don't know, horror show or whatever, mm-hmm. like your brain will kind of keep going on, on those elements. Yeah. So, um, usually before I go to bed, I sometimes will read something 
super, super motivating. I'm, I'm reading, what am I reading right now? Uh, um, well, if anyone saw my Insta story yesterday, I showed like 12 different books mm-hmm. I'm reading right now, Yeah. but like <laughs> tribe of mentors by Tim Ferriss is one that's super mm-hmm. motivating or I've got, um, um, Rich Roll's latest book that I'll read just a few pages of that before I go to bed or just something I, for me personally, now everyone's going to be different. They're going to find something that shuts them off. Reading actually shuts down my brain. Mm -hmm. Like it, it Mm -hmm. helps me kind of, um, disconnect from all of my crazy day. And, and, and then that's it. I, I pray and then I go to bed and like, that's my, that's my way of kind of handling stress. I love it. That's so cool. Yeah, I feel like I have the morning piece down at this point for the for the most part because I have a you know I go to work in the morning so I have that time that I know mm-hmm. I need to be doing this this and this. But when I come home, that's where it kind of just yeah. you know yeah. isn't always the best. And I'm on my phone, yeah. um, all of that. Especially so. in the summer too, I feel like because it's lighter longer. Yeah. It's yeah. like, Oh well, I don't need to go to bed yet. It's not dark yet. Yeah. And it, yeah. But it's like nine thirty. It's like okay, I need to you know kind of wind down and. Yeah. think about yeah. going to bed so yeah and even like dimming the lights in your home will mm. signal to your body that it's time to produce some some melatonin so that's even something I'll do like I'll turn off all the main lights in the house and just have a few lamps on and mm. even that helps I've got four teenagers at home right now and so even for them yeah. that sets them the signal like yeah okay it's it's evening time rather than having all the lights on and music really loud mm-hmm. and which does happen you know yep yeah <laughs> often <laughs> <laughs> So, so I want to ask you really quickly about poop. <laughs> it's a favorite topic over here at Detox and Chill. Um, so when I've noticed with myself that when I take probiotics, it's like 15 minutes later and I'm like in the bathroom. Like Really? Yeah. Like, I don't get that. It's like pretty instant. But Maybe some days it's way. like a little, okay, I'm just going to say it. It's a little wetter oh. than others. So it's like, <laughs> okay. okay, am I taking too many probiotics? Is that a sign of that? Like how, like what is it supposed to look like? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's, that's a very good question. Um, so poop in general should be like, let's go with, um, go with like I caught you off guard. Yeah. <laughs> poop in general, we want to aim for like a pickle rather than a pencil. Oh, okay. Does that, does yes, that, work? that makes sense. I like that. <laughs> um, and um, you, you did bring up a very, very good point. So there's bioindividuality with everybody. So what, what works for one person might not work for another person. And a probiotic is a really good example. So we'll talk to people that have some gut issues and um, I'll tell them, please, please ease into the probiotic because mm-hmm. these are, like I said, they're pharmaceutical grade. They're, they're wonderful, but they're potent mm-hmm. probiotics. And so if people have a lot of bacteria that they're trying to kill in their body and kind of get back to a healthy balance, when when harmful bacteria dies, mm-hmm. it releases a toxin that can make us feel crappy, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's called the Hirschheimer reaction. It's just it's a reaction oh. to die off. Okay. And that will affect people differently. So that's something that I would just say ease into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, your your poop is like <laughs> it's really important that mm-hmm. people um, know their own schedule or watch yeah. for things that might trigger them or block them up. Right. That's another thing with fiber, right? Like insoluble and soluble fibers, these things play a really, really key role in keeping our bodies healthy. Most of your poop is bacteria. 
what people don't know that like most of it is is water and bacteria um and you know the small small intestine is where we absorb nutrients Mm -hmm. and the large intestine is where we absorb water and if you're not drinking enough water you're going to get like really hard stool so that's that's another thing that's important And, and like now that we're talking poopy talk like, yeah <laughs> we there's a lot of people that will go get those stool tests done and all I would say about that is I, I do have two cautions with the stool tests okay. the first is scientifically we don't know what a standard is yet yeah. that would be like me asking you guys and, <laughs> and so say, true. yeah like hey girls can you please tell me um the standard ideal weight for all women. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. There's none. Right. Yeah. Like we couldn't. So like, what if I said, oh yeah, no, no, we know it's 127 pounds. And then you could say to somebody that's like, I don't know, 120 pounds. And you're like, oh yeah, you might be healthy, but you actually need to put on seven more pounds. Like mm-hmm. that's just not, that's just not true. Right. right. So the microbiome is a little bit like that. People can get these stool tests done, but we don't have a standard. So a lot mm-hmm. of times people get the stool test done and they're like, well, now what? Like, <laughs> right. what am I supposed to do with this information? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing that I would like to people to understand is the um, acidity level, the pH balance from your mouth all the way down to, you know, your where your poop's coming out, mm-hmm. um, it's different. It differs. It, there's there's different pH balances throughout that whole system. And, and that um, means there's different types of bacteria that are growing in different areas of your body. So your, your vaginal area will have a different kind of house of bacteria that mm-hmm. you're large intestine will. And so what people need to understand is that your stool test, that's just coming from your descending colon, essentially. Like you're not getting a full picture. So that can work in two ways. You could get a stool test that says you're fine. And you're like, no, I, I'm not fine. Mm -hmm. Or it could be the other way around where you're like, you're fine. And that stool test is all of a sudden freaks you out. It's like, you're not fine. You're like, oh, wow. Right. You know, I thought I was fine. So when people ask me like, well, how do I know? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How do I know if Mm -hmm. I have a healthy gut? This is where I go, don't ever lose, don't yeah. ever, ever lose intuition. Do you feel good? Right. Like, yeah. do you sleep well? Is your skin good? Is mm-hmm. your Does your brain have clarity? Um, now, sometimes that's a matter of a meal. Like, I could have right. a hot fudge sundae and my brain has <laughs> complete fog, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's just being intuitive and not getting too obsessed with um, – food or testing, mm-hmm. you know, or this and that. But at the same time, when people are like, no, no, Charity, like I have a problem, like yeah. something is wrong with me, right? Then you've got to do your due diligence. Yeah, that's so yeah. important to remember. Just if you're feeling good, then yeah, yeah be okay. good. Yeah, not yeah. getting yeah. too overwhelmed. Hold on to that good feeling. Don't try and, you know, find problems that aren't there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and and part of my other thing too is like I'm I'm super passionate about people having good health, but not as the mean, like not as their end result. I don't want people to have health simply to have health. I want them to have it so they can go and live their purpose. Mm -hmm. Like everyone has something that they are here to do. Like, so go be your best self. That's Mm -hmm. why we want to get healthy. Not so that we can be on a cover of a magazine, but so that we can go and improve other people's lives and Mm -hmm. and live our best life. Amazing. That's so such a good true. note to end on. Love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Charity. This was like, I learned so much know, in the last hour. Too. It's like, what? Yeah. Oh. I'm definitely going to listen back, take yeah, some notes. For sure. So tell us about what you have coming up soon, what Silver Fern has coming up. Just, where we can find yeah, you. Yeah, where we can find you, all of that good yes, stuff. Yes. Yes. So I'll tell you. So, so Silver Fern, part of our thing, like we have to – 
part of my passion is educating people, right? Mm -hmm. Like I want to do that. So what I've been trying to figure out is how do I do this? Like how do I let people know exactly what you and I just talked about, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm working on now, we just did this, like I told you, we did this awesome event in LA. I want to go to every city and get get some ladies together and yes. chat and chat. Yes. So maybe we can do something in Love Boston. Let's do and it. Yes. So <laughs> like I, I want to get out there and find people that are interested in this stuff. And, you know, so yeah, maybe we can do something there. I'm, I've got something in South Carolina that I'm, I'm going to do. I'm so cool. um, doing some more podcasts. Um, and then as far as products go, we've got a children's probiotic that oh, should be out wow. within the next oh three God. weeks. That's amazing. Yes. That's so a, a cool. chewable. Yeah. Oh, for little perfect. kids that like, they don't want to take the pill. Mm -hmm. So that's coming out. The vanilla protein and powders coming out. Um, we've been working really, really diligently on a gut repair. Um, oh, I, love that. I luckily am not the brains of silver fern. <laughs> There's um, a microbiologist named Karan Krishnan. He, I'm like a kindergartner student compared <laughs> to his knowledge. So um, I get to work with him and trying to develop a gut repair, just the amino acids that kind of make up your mucosal lining and help help repair those. So yeah, lots of really fun things. So people can find us at silverfernbrand.com. Um, and then also Instagram, that's kind of my go-to, mm -hmm. um, either on my personal Instagram, which is a vibrant life, mm -hmm. or silver fern brand, either way. So I'm happy to answer questions. Um, and like I said, if, if people live in a city that they're like, oh my gosh, we would love to do some sort of small event like yeah reach out to us because we want to come your way amazing what, I'm like yeah. ding 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 I know like what oh, do can we do this yeah. <laughs> we will look at our calendars <laughs> good good well you guys are the sweetest like thank you for just giving me a chance to yeah. you know do what I do do what I love most yes it yeah it was this amazing. was a pleasure mm -hmm. it was yeah the pleasure was all ours so thank you so much and everybody for listening thank you you're the best we love you and yes. we'll see you next week bye guys all right thanks bye We're super excited to tell you guys that this episode is sponsored by Willie's Super Brew. Willie's is amazing. So there's two flavors. It's ginger and lemon super brew and pomegranate and acai super brew. And the ginger and lemon, there's ginger, brown sugar, lemon juice, and turmeric, which what? Amazing. Like crazy. Basically kombucha. Love it. But with more alcohol. <laughs> um, and then pomegranate and acai is pomegranate, acai, lemon juice, and cane sugar. So each can has only 120 calories, 9 grams of sugar. Gluten-free. Gluten-free. They list all of the ingredients, which is amazing. We just love that they keep it simple. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I'm going to have a drink out by the pool or if mm -hmm. I'm going to have a drink at a barbecue, I just want to keep it simple. Something that isn't going to upset my stomach, like a beer usually. Mm -hmm does so it's our go-to for summer gatherings mm -hmm. and you guys should totally try it um, you can find it at a lot of different places around the city I most recently spotted it at Pemberton Farms in Cambridge mm -hmm. yeah and so you can find them um, at a store near you at superbrew.com um, and they'll list all of their locations and all of the information you can ever need so thank you Willie thanks Willie